Hello and welcome. My name is Tecla Francesco, and I'm trying to spread the word about how practicing the law of attraction can significantly improve your physical and mental health. Join me and like-minded friends to learn more about gratitude and how to manifest health and wellness beyond your wildest dreams. I've been practicing these principles for years with incredible results from resolving chronic pain to dissipating daily anxiety and reversing a digestive diagnosis. My goal is for you to leave our weekly episodes with easy and actionable steps to implement effortlessly into your day-to-day life so you can reach your own personal health and wellness goals. Hello, and welcome back to episode 19 of Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. Each week, there are more and more new listeners joining us. So I'd like to say hello and thank you to everyone that's tuning in for the first time this week. We're so thrilled to have you here with us. I am your host, Tekla, and at the start of every episode, I'd like to begin with something I'm thankful for in my life. Well, this week, as many of you know, I've made the move from Denver, Colorado to my hometown of Sydney, Australia. And as soon as I was home, I made an immediate and intentional investment in myself and my health and wellness. I became a member of a little community ocean pool called Wiley's Baths. It's just a couple of minutes from my house and has panoramic views of the ocean and beach. There's a little cafe and coffee shop on the rooftop deck. I'm able to sit up there at the tables and look out onto the water and work and write these episodes. I can also walk down the stairs to the ocean and hop right in in less than like 30 seconds. It's literally a dream. I've always wanted to be a member here, and I'm beyond excited and grateful that now I have this opportunity. It's going to get me out of the house and allow me to be outside by the water for so many hours during the week. I'm so, so grateful I'm able to invest in myself in this way. I know it's going to be good for the mind, body, and soul. I have no doubt about it. As soon as I made the decision, I knew it was right. I felt so energized and enthusiastic and ready to think about the next chapter of my life right here by the ocean. So for today's episode, we're continuing with our second power series, and we're going to be talking about the power of crystals. Yes, today's topic is very woo-woo. Strap in. So I wanted to start by saying I did not initially subscribe to the hype around crystals. I knew it was a big part of the law of attraction space and spirituality in general, and I just did not buy into it. I didn't really understand what it was about, I wasn't interested in learning, and I thought it was just honestly a wild exaggeration of the truth. Then, fast forward a few years, I had plans to start this podcast and knew this would eventually come up and I wanted to have an opinion and perspective on it, so I started looking into the use of crystals for healing. I started by researching the use of crystals in ancient cultures, and that's when I learned that crystals have been used for healing for thousands and thousands of years. We're talking dating back to ancient civilizations such as the Egyptians, Greeks, and Romans, and many, many more. Similar to what we know about the roots and history of the Law of Attraction, really. Through mining, trade, and exploration, these cultures discovered that crystals tended to form deep within the earth. They also believed that as crystals grew and expanded within the earth, they absorbed and stored a wide variety of energy. 
We now know this energy to be electromagnetic frequencies, which obviously they didn't know, but they observed the impact that crystals of different colors, shapes, and sizes had on healing. Through this process of observation and experimentation, they gradually established customs and their knowledge of the healing properties of crystals expanded greatly, and then it was passed down from generation to generation. The ancient Egyptians used crystals such as lapis lazuli and turquoise to promote physical healing and to protect against illness. They also believed that the energy of crystals could help to promote a connection to the spiritual realm and bring about a deeper understanding of the self. The ancient Greeks used crystals such as amethyst and rock crystal in the treatment of illnesses and believed they could promote a sense of calm and balance in the body. The ancient Romans believed that crystals such as malachite and turquoise could help to reduce inflammation and promote the healing of injuries. And crystals like garnet and ruby could help to boost the immune system and promote overall health. There were also many ancient cultures that used crystals for water purification. One method that was used was to place crystals such as quartz and amethyst in water to purify it. The crystals were believed to have the ability to remove impurities and negative energy from the water, making it cleaner and healthier to drink. Another method that was used was to bury crystals such as selenite and black tourmaline in the ground near a water source. This was believed to purify the water as it flowed through the crystals, absorbing their positive energy and removing impurities. Some cultures also used crystals in water purification rituals, where they would chant and meditate or pray over the crystals and water to cleanse it. The use of the crystal bowl was also widespread, where people would fill the bowls with water and then place crystals such as quartz and amethyst in the water. They believed that the energy and vibration of the crystal bowls would make it safer to drink. Some cultures exposed crystals covered in water to sunlight, and they believed that the sun's energy would interact with the crystals and purify the water. As you can see, the use of crystals for healing physically, mentally, and spiritually was so widespread and common in ancient cultures. So as I learned all of this, I became more and more open to the idea that this wasn't bullshit. And I thought, well, if I'm going to talk about this one day, I should probably go and get some crystals and start to carry them around with me and see what happens. Well, friends, I've been carrying crystals around with me for about a year now, and I'm ready to talk about it. I will say there is a bit of a learning curve, and there were some bumps along the way, which we'll get to here in a bit. To start with, I just carried two crystals with me every day. Just two. Clear quartz and orange calcite. Clear quartz is believed to have a high vibrational energy that can help to balance and harmonize the body, mind, and spirit. So obviously, that's the one I selected. But I also selected that one because clear quartz is also believed to amplify energy and intention. And that really makes it a popular crystal for those in the law of attraction space and the manifestation community. Now, the orange calcite. One of the main benefits of orange calcite is the ability to promote emotional healing. It's believed to help release negative emotions such as anger, fear, and stress, and to promote these feelings of joy, happiness, and inner peace. As you know, releasing fear and anxiety and worry has been one of my main goals the past couple of years. We know that holding on to those emotions for long periods of time can have detrimental effects on our health. So that's why carrying that specific crystal was really, really important for me. And as a bonus, I carried that one because orange calcite is also believed to aid in boosting your immune system. 
We all want that. Who doesn't? So that was a no-brainer for me. So I lied. I actually, not really. I did only carry those two with me every day, but I also had one crystal that lived in my car and one that lived next to my bed. So in my car, I had Dalmatian Jasper, and I put this specifically in the car and left it there because Dalmatian Jasper is supposed to provide physical protection and security. It has other benefits too, like grounding and stability, but I was particularly interested in using it for safety and protection as I'm driving, really. And then by my bed, I had rose quartz. Most people know that rose quartz is associated with love and positivity and relationships, but it also helps to bring about feelings of compassion and forgiveness. I specifically wanted this one with me when I slept because it also helps to promote a sense of self-worth and self-esteem. That was a driving factor for me. You know, as we all work to continue to accept ourselves fully and completely, that becomes so, so important. So I definitely wanted that by my bed while I slept. There are three more I'm going to talk about a little bit later that were additions to the collection, but I'm going to talk about my experience with these four first. So let's talk about the clear quartz. Do I feel like that crystal helped me with balance and harmony in the mind, body, and soul? Yeah, I really, really do. I know it's hard to definitively say that carrying this crystal around with me for a year was responsible, but you know what? It might not have been the only thing that helped, but I know it contributed. How could it not? I feel like I've never had the clarity and perspective that I do right now at this stage of my life. I feel like I've been led to reconnect with myself in so many ways and encouraged to trust my intuition. And I think that's a huge difference in me personally, and probably when we think about all of us as a collective. How many of you can honestly say that you wholeheartedly trust yourself? I would wager to guess that there's not many who could say that definitively and without hesitation, they trust themselves. And that's not our fault. We live in a society where trusting your gut isn't valued or recognized. People are pushed to think and make decisions based on logic and rational thinking alone, and as a result, we've come to question our gut instincts. I believe that when you have a gut feeling, that's your intuition leading you down the right soul path. And carrying this clear quartz with me has encouraged me, or maybe given me the energy to lean into that and make decisions informed by my mind, body, and soul in combination. For some reason, I was just less afraid of the possible outcomes and trusted in myself and the universe that everything would be okay. All right, so we're moving on to orange calcite. So reminder, I was carrying this one for emotional healing and boosting immunity. Overall, I really feel like I just became lighter and less anxious and concerned all the time. That fear that had consumed me a few years ago, even though I'd been working on releasing that through other tools, I always felt like there was a small part I couldn't shake. After carrying that crystal around with me for a year, I can honestly say that the fear I was carrying around daily is gone. I feel like those lost remnants have totally disappeared. I don't know whether the energy allowed me to finally cleanse myself of that negativity or whether it gave me the space to finally let go. Either way, I see a distinctive difference in that area of my life. When it comes to boosting immunity, I was thinking to myself, well, considering the recent health developments, I'm not sure if it did much there. And that's when I stopped myself and realized that the situation at the doctor with my recent test results could have been critical and fatal, and it wasn't. 
I'm so grateful to be in a position where I have the opportunity to heal my body through natural and holistic plant medicine. Who knows where I would have been without that crystal? I don't. We'll never know. Maybe that crystal allowed me to hold on to the health I had left and kept me afloat until I had the opportunity to help myself. Again, can I definitively say that the crystal was the reason? No. But the facts are, I received a diagnosis that is treatable, and I know I can and will return to full and perfect health. Okay, on to rose quartz. Well, as you know, this crystal is supposed to bring about love and positivity and encourage self-worth. I realize I'm in the midst of a breakup, but the reason for that had absolutely nothing to do with love. In fact, I know there was an abundance of it. And when it comes to self-worth and self-esteem, I honestly do feel like I've become more comfortable in my skin and attach less power and importance to what my body looks like. I'm in a position right now where my body is healing and I have to honor the place I'm in and what it looks like right now. It's keeping me alive and it's doing the absolute best job it can right now. Body image has been notoriously a tough topic for me my entire life, as with so many other women. And that's especially true in the past two years after seeing my weight increase so dramatically with no lifestyle changes. Fun fact, that's what happens when your hormones are off balance, friends. And I was just getting so frustrated and angry at my body for betraying me in that way. And then I realized it wasn't betraying me. It was showing me something was off, something was wrong. And I know there were signs before the weight that I totally ignored. For example, I had laser hair removal several years back on several sections of my body, and the hair randomly started growing back a couple of years ago, and I just never thought anything of it, and that happened before the weight gain. I just wasn't listening to my body and in tune with it, and the weight was just the final indicator that something was off in a big way, and that my body needed my attention. And now knowing what was going on the whole time, I feel bad for those years I was shaming myself. That crystal really has helped me to step back into my power and lean into the areas of my life that are so much more interesting than my weight. I had a therapist once that said this to me and it really stuck with me. Your body is the least interesting thing about you. And I love that. We have so much more to offer. All right, and now time for the Dalmatian Jasper. Well, this crystal I left in my car for safety and protection And I will tell you, while I had that crystal in my car, we had a car accident. My partner was driving, and the crystal was in the door handle of the driver's side door. And I was in the passenger seat. We were making a turn, a U-turn, and this car thought we were turning right and tried to kind of zip by us and unfortunately collided on the driver's side door and wheel area. Yes, I know I had an accident, but hear me out. Nobody was injured in the car, ours or the other driver's. The hit wasn't super hard and none of the airbags went off. Everyone had insurance, obviously. The cars were able to be easily repaired. And all that happened was we got a ticket for not making a safe U-turn. Friends, that could have been such a terrible situation. Thankfully, it was not. Is that a coincidence? No, because we don't believe in those here. I like to think that that crystal saved us from getting in a really bad car wreck. I mean, it was on that side of the car right in the door handle, right where we got hit. Am I driving around with that crystal in the car now? You better fucking believe I am. It was the first thing I put in my car when I got home. That 
and my keyring that says manifest that shit. So I mentioned I'd added a few crystals to the collection more recently and wanted to let you know what those are. There's actually two crystal bracelets I wear every day now. The first is pre-night. That crystal is a stone of unconditional love and encourages healing of the healer. It enhances pre-recognition or intuition and inner knowing. It's also really helpful for decluttering and letting go of possessions you no longer need. Well, we all know how crazy that is. After just last week, I sold 90% of my belongings and moved halfway across the world. And the second I wear is called African Bloodstone or African Blood Jasper. And that crystal is really for cleansing and detoxing. It is known for its powerful properties that help to boost energy and vitality. And this one I specifically decided to start wearing daily because of the stage I'm in with my functional health journey. I'm literally in the detox phase until March 9th, so I wanted to wear something to support the path I'm on. So I wear both of these every day for now, and I wear them on my left hand. And this was something I learned somewhat recently too, that you wear crystals on your side that is not your dominant side when you want to bring that energy into your life. So for me, I wear those on my left side because that's not my dominant hand. And if you want to give off that energy and project that energy out, you wear those crystals on your dominant side. So for me, that would be my right hand. This is going to be a longer episode, friends, because we're not done. I want to talk to you about an important part of crystal energy, which is cleansing and recharging your crystals. I'll start by saying this is a widely, widely debated topic in the spiritual community. Some believe that you don't need to cleanse or recharge crystals at all. Some believe that you need to do it, but only by setting them out in the sun or burying them in the earth for a day. Others believe that you should recharge them in the light of the full moon. And that's what I do because it resonates with me the most doing it that way. I was reading a book recently about leaning into your feminine energy and feminine cycles and I learned something wild. If women lived in areas with no artificial light, so outside of the city and somewhere where the night sky was only illuminated by stars, we would all start to cycle sync with the phases of the moon and then we'd all sink together. Never have I ever been so mind blown before. Our cycles sync with the moon? Are you joking? We're all witches, and I just love that so much, wow. So that's why I choose to charge my crystals in the moon, because I think women are just little moon babies, so that's what resonates with me the most. So when there's a full moon, you'll find me putting out my crystals in the moonlight for the night and then bringing them back in in the morning. I will caution you that you do need to pay attention to what kind of full moon it is because you do not want to be charging your crystals in a blood moon. A blood moon is a total lunar eclipse where the moon appears kind of a reddish color. And this effect is caused by the way the Earth's atmosphere bends the light of the sun onto the moon during an eclipse. Anyway, friends, how do I know this? Well, I learned the hard way. Your girl fucking baked her crystals in a blood moon a few months ago and then proceeded to carry them around for almost a week afterwards. Bad, bad, bad. Don't do it. I was just going about my regular routine, full moon, great, crystals out. I bring them in, in the morning as usual, and put them in my clothing I'm wearing that day and just kind of continue on. Then, a few days later, I'm listening to a podcast host, literally who starts the episode with, 
I hope you didn't put your crystals out in the moonlight this week because it's a blood moon. Immediately, heart drops, pit in my stomach, and I'm like, what the fuck is a blood moon? I'm on a walk at this point. I have my crystals on me. I have to carry them home. I can't get rid of them. And that's when I learn I've just charged them full of chaotic, destructive energy. Fucking perfect. That's absolutely the opposite of what we want to be happening. Then I start to panic and I'm like, crap, what do I do now? Do I need new crystals? How the fuck am I supposed to get rid of this energy now? Well, I get home and I'm like almost in tears about this situation. My partner kind of looks at me like, what the hell is happening? And I just scream that I charged my crystals in a blood moon and now everything is wrong and it's just kind of a scene. He thinks I'm crazy and just kind of calmly leaves the scene, which was the most appropriate course of action, I think. And then I'm frantically on my computer trying to figure out how to fix the situation. It takes me about 30 minutes, but then I have a plan. And this is why, also, little side note, I don't talk about things I haven't experienced and research for myself, friends. Okay, so if you're ever in the situation where a blood moon sneaked up on you and now you have chaotic crystal energy ruining your life, this is what you do. First, get a big bowl and fill that up with warm water. Then whip out the sea salt, Himalayan salt, whatever salt you have lying around, pour that shit in. You need like a quarter cup. Use your hands and dissolve the salt in the warm water and make sure all the little granules are gone. Then get your crystals in that bowl and let them sit in there for just a few minutes. I was not messing around, so I did like three to five minutes, I think, but apparently you only need like 60 seconds. I was not taking any chances, though. Okay, then you're going to pull the crystals out of the salt water and carefully rinse them off just in cold tap water to get the salt off because that can actually dissolve some crystals, so you want that off. Then you have a choice. You can either bake those crystals in the sunlight all day or you can bury them in the earth. I left mine in the sun because it felt better to me, but you do what's best for you. The next day, bring those babies back inside and you are good to go, friends. Good as new. So what's the takeaway here? Make sure you look into what type of full moon is happening and don't charge your crystals in a blood moon. All right, friends, what are you working on this week? Well, I know crystals aren't for everyone, so if you want to, look into crystals and see if there's one you should start to carry around that resonates with you. I have to say, it's pretty fun reading about all the different benefits and finding one that aligns with where you are right now in life. If you still think crystals aren't for you, I totally get it. And thank you for bearing with me while we talked about them today. We'll be continuing with Volume 2 of the Power Series again next week, so just stay tuned for that. The teasers for the upcoming episode will be released on Instagram at HealYourselfWithLOA. That's heal yourself with L-O-A. L-O-A is in law of attraction. If you want to go over and see what's coming in the next week. I'll be posting lots on there from Sydney now that your girl is unemployed and sharing lessons, learnings, and experiences with you on that account. I will say I didn't post as much as I expected this week because I landed and then immediately tested positive for COVID. So if my voice sounds a little bit off today. That's what's going on. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can just scroll down to the bottom of the podcast show page, past all of the posted episodes, and you'll see that option at the bottom. 
On Spotify, there's actually a rating at the top of the podcast show page under the description. There is no review option there, but a five-star rating does go a long way. Thanks again so much for listening today. There's exciting things coming, and I'm glad you're here and along for the ride. That's all for today. Peace, love, and mung beans. Bye.